time is the most precious resource for us as business owners. And I'm often asked, Christy, what is the best way I can manage my time? If you've ever found yourself sitting at your desk for hours, not having achieved anywhere near as much as what you had hoped, or despite having a full to-do list, you find yourself unpacking the dishwasher, baking cookies, or putting on another load of washing. Perhaps it's that you get to the end of the day and you just feel like you have not accomplished anywhere near as much as what you had hoped. Well then, today's conversation is for you. I'm sharing with you five ways to get more out of your day. Are you ready? Let's go. You're listening to the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Christy Robinson, your host. I'm here to advocate for you, the business owner who's knee deep in the messy middle. If you're tired of feeling stretched, overworked and overwhelmed, you're in the right place. My goal is to help you streamline, systemize and create a strategy that enables you to step from stressed out worker to the boss of your business. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, boss, and welcome back to the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. This episode has been a long time coming. I often get asked, as I said at the top of the episode, how do I be more effective with my time? Now, I've shared with you deeper strategies around ensuring that you are planning in your business, setting goals, really understanding what your key priorities are and and staying focused on your big vision of your business so that you are not distracted by all the things. But I wanted to share with you in this conversation some more tactical tools to help you just move through the day with maybe a little bit more efficiency and structure. I've been working from home for over a decade now, about 12 or so years. And I've learned a thing or two when it comes to managing my time, because obviously not having someone working alongside me, checking in on me, I've had to really be self-motivated and manage my time effectively. And one of the things that I've had to really master in this process is my output. And output and achieving a whole bunch of things is quite different. So output, obviously, you want the things that you're working on to contribute to the bigger picture of your business. You really want to be moving towards those bigger goals, be it your monthly goal or your quarterly goal or your annual goal, whatever that might look like, rather than simply checking off boxes and trying to get things done. That's really task focused as opposed to, you know, goal focused or objective focused. With that said, I just wanted to frame the conversation because I do think that sometimes we can become very task focused and very driven to achieve certain things in the day. And those things aren't really the activities that are going to yield results for either yourself, your business or your clients. The first way that you can get more out of your day is to fill your cup. (laughs) Now, the self-care movement has been in full throttle for a number of years now, and I don't know about you, but I don't really connect to or resonate with self-care, air quotes there. More what I'm talking about here is really just taking some space, taking some space to break 
your morning up between your personal admin and the things that you need to do. Now, for full transparency, I have a very busy morning. I've got two young children. They might be doing activities. There's, you know, things to prepare to get them ready for school. It's a busy time in our household. And if I was to go straight from that kind of high octane environment of getting everybody ready and out the door and into work, I am not going to have that creative flow that I need to move through some of those more difficult tasks that I need to do in the day. So I like to fill my cup before I get started with work. So that might look like even a 15 minute walk if I don't have a lot of time. For you, it might be heading down to your local coffee shop and having a coffee or sitting down with a cup of tea and writing in your journal or meditating or a walking meditation, whatever that might be, creating some space between your morning admin and your business open for business hours is a really great way to just help you to get into a good frame of mind. And I think the thing that we, or we don't even regard for for that matter, is that if you're going off to work, right, you'd be sitting sitting on a bus or riding a bike or walking or whatever that commute might look like, but you have space between the morning and work. And that is a really good thing. But if you don't create that space when you're working from home, it all just starts to blend. The next one is to find your leaks. Now we all have leaks in our time and there are a number of different leaks and I'll share with you some examples, but there are obviously plenty more. So for you, when it comes to finding your leaks, I would be observing yourself. And again, coming back to our old friend awareness, really just starting to pay attention to what you're doing, what's going on and being more mindful as you move through your day. But some examples of leaks might be social media. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. Social media can often come under this guise of work. Oh, I've got to go in and post or I've got to do this or I've got to engage. And it starts off that way, but then it quickly slips into scrolling or reading posts, getting triggered, feeling happy, like all of the range of emotions in a 10 minute session. The thing about social media is it can be a really frequent leak, drip, 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 drip all the way through the day. And those five, 10 minute sessions, they add up over not only the course of the day, but the week, the month, goodness help me the year. So social media can be a leak. And it's not to say that you don't look at your socials, but maybe being a little bit more intentional about when you do and for how long popping on a timer, if you don't have that muscle to flex when it comes to switching off or being really conscious. And to be honest, not many of us do. We're not designed as human beings to be in these types of apps and systems and computers and all those sorts of things. It's really hard for our brain to even identify or stay connected to time. So that's why this leak can end up being quite a big one in your business and time. The next leak that you might want to look out for is busy work. I don't know about you, but have you ever just wanted to tick off tasks off your to-do list? This is a really common one. I hear this a lot and I used to be like this. So I know you know I love personality tests and I know that you know that I have taken the DISC test and I use DISC a lot for myself and for my business. 
The thing about DISC is, is that there's two quadrants, the D and the C. Both of those personality types are very task focused. So we just focus on getting things done and being a high D. I'm one of those personalities that can be very task focused. However, through understanding when I'm being task focused and when I need to back that off and actually be focusing on things that are important in my business and not just ticking boxes. So busy work can be one of those things. There's a whole bunch of rats and mice in your business and you're just doing these things, knowing full well that you might have a client deadline looming, you've got maybe a launch coming up, or maybe you've got a big project that you're trying to pitch for and you just keep delaying those big projects in your work, or maybe it's even on your business. In fact, this is a big one. We often delay working on our business in lieu of busy work. For a second, if you were to zoom out, you know what, you're going to feel really good in the moment ticking off tasks, but you're going to get to the end of the year and you're going to be like, why didn't I deliver this? Why didn't I do that? Why didn't I do this thing over here? I said that I was going to focus on this thing this year and I didn't end up doing it. It might be because you're letting busy work become a leak in your business. Another leak is task switching. Again, when you're not doing deep work or focused work, bringing those projects to life or seeing through those big things in your business that you've been wanting to work on. Instead, when you start doing those things, they really do require a lot of attention and focus. And then you find yourself you know, switching tasks, you've got all the tabs open on your computer and then you start working on this thing over here because it's easier and you can get a quick win. Task switching can actually be really detrimental for your business. And there's a lot of research out there that indicates that task switching is not just the consequence of taking your time away from the task that you're working on, but it can actually take significant time getting focused, getting back to that deep level that you were working on before you switched tasks in the first place. So one of the things that you can do when it comes to avoiding task switching is to shut down all of your apps to maybe even work on a timer, time blocking. There's a lot of tools that you can use to help prevent yourself from task switching. But I think to be honest, even being mindful and aware that you're not going to switch tasks and that you're going to use this time for deep work, that in and of itself can also be really helpful. The last thing I wanted to touch on when it comes to leaks in your business is that you're just doing too much. So you're spending your time on tasks that you could be outsourcing, streamlining, automating, or removing altogether. And so this can become a really big leak on your time. And so if you are struggling with trying to manage all of the things, then perhaps that is a leak on your business that really do need to be addressed sooner rather than later. The third way to get more out of your day is to know your priorities. Now, I've spoken at length on the podcast about the more strategic element of understanding your business bedrock, in particular, your vision, which is you know where you're taking your business long term, as well as your goal setting process between your medium and short range goals, as well as the planning cadence. But how do you then incorporate that in a more daily and weekly process? So being really clear on what your priorities are and what you're looking at achieving over the course of the day, as well as throughout the week is essential. If you're not really clear on what you're trying to achieve, that's when those things like busy work, procrastination, all of those sorts of things will start to come in. So being really clear on what it is that you will have wanted to achieve, again, coming back to 
outputs by the end of, you know, the day or the week or whatever that time frame may look like is a great way of getting more out of your day. And it really does come back to that age old way of starting with the end and working backwards. Now, the fourth way to get more out of your day is to manage your time. And what I mean by this is managing your time and energy is so that you're not overworking and that you're sticking to your boundaries. So that's the first thing. If you find yourself overworking, then you become less effective. I'm sure I read somewhere that there's some research to say that when you work beyond a certain number of hours a day, you become less effective. Now, I feel like that might have been around the eight to 10 hour mark. For me, it's so much less. I am really productive for about five hours, six hours max. But beyond that, then I start to lose my focus and my concentration. My brain's not as fired up and therefore... I'm not really being as effective and I could literally shut everything down and start it back up and achieve the same thing as what I might have achieved over the next four hours the following day in about 30 minutes when my brain is feeling really sharp. So managing my time and energy has been crucial to being productive and effective in my days. And so I encourage you that if you're spending hours sitting at your desk and kind of looping around in circles and being ineffective, then the reality is you're actually probably better off shutting everything down for the time being and walking away and really not trying to put yourself in this old outdated system where you're sitting at your desk for hours and hours and hours. Again, coming back to who we are as human beings, are we really designed to be working on our own in an office, a home office? for hours and hours and hours on end, pumping out work after work after work. I don't think we are. So this is why you need to know your energy at levels. You need to know how you're effective and how you like to move within your days, as well as your weeks and your months and building in blank space. I can't say this enough because I feel like we underestimate the power of blank space. To be a business owner requires so much creative energy and you cannot be creative when you are burnt out and you're overworking. So if you're finding that you're lacking in creative energy, that you're not wanting to work on your business, that you're not being effective and that you're really, it's just taking too long to do the things that you know it shouldn't take this time. The truth is you're probably not managing your time and energy very well at all. And so having a little bit of a break and creating space in your calendar and managing your time well is one of the things that's going to help with that. Another tool that I love using, and I've spoken about this on the podcast before, I think I've definitely written a blog about it. So tag that down in the show notes is really looking at time blocking. Now, you don't have to time block every single second of every single hour in your day. But knowing that if you've got big projects that need to be delivered, blocking out specific time to do the work to achieve your deliverables is going to be essential. If you think you're going to create space in your day as you move through it, The truth is, is that you probably won't. And there is an art to time blocking. Again, if you want to know all the details about that, head down to the show notes and check out that blog. I think that you will find that you'll get some really great ideas from them. Now, one last thing that I wanted to touch on when it comes to managing your time is that we often think we are capable of achieving more than what we can. So, 
The danger of overcommitting yourself is that you feel like you're not achieving anything when in fact what you had set out to achieve was unrealistic in the first place. So I heard many, many years ago, and I think I might have shared this in one of my very early blogs, is that you're much better off having a list of five things to achieve in the day and ticking off all five of those things rather than scheduling, you know, 10 to 15 things in the day only to get to five and you're never going to feel accomplished if you only reach a third of your to-do list. So being realistic about what you can achieve in any day is absolutely imperative. The other thing is that's going to prevent you from overworking because as I mentioned before, if you're overworking, you enter that cycle of being ineffective. We are nearly there, folks. This is the fifth and final way to get more out of your day, and that is to know your triggers. If you find yourself procrastinating, take time to identify your triggers. Is it that the work that you're doing, you don't enjoy? Is it that you're overworking and you're tired and you're just trying to get some reprieve from working? Is it that you're bored? Is it that you're overwhelmed and trying to get some relief by creating space? Why are you procrastinating? There are many different reasons for why you procrastinate. And the only way to better understand why you do is to notice when you do it and understand your trigger. And then once you understand your trigger, then you can deal with the underlying issue. Now, there is one thing that I do want to point out when it comes to procrastinating. Procrastination can also be a way of seeking dopamine. So what I mean by that is, is that procrastination can also look like busy work. So I'm going to stop doing this hard thing over here and do busy work, as I mentioned before. And that busy work is going to give me some quick wins and I'm going to get some hits of dopamine. and That's going to be awesome. Or it could be that you're going to go and do the washing. Oh, that's been sitting there for a pile. I'm not feeling very good over here. This thing over here is really hard. And so I'm going to go over here and get do the washing and I'm going to get a hit of dopamine and get that thing off my list. So with that said, how do you combat that? Because the truth is, is that you will need to tackle some of these hard things in your business in order for you to feel like you're being effective. And as I said at the beginning of the episode, know that the work that you've done is genuinely moving your business forward. What I would recommend is to create short milestones. So when it comes to that big work that I've been talking about, if it feels like a massive project, break it down into really small pieces and really small chunks. And that way, then you are reaching mini milestones along the way and acknowledging that those little mini milestones are progress. Sometimes we can think it's just that one little piece of the puzzle. It's not important. But the truth is they're all one little pieces of the puzzle. They all just connect together to create the bigger picture. So the important thing is for us to honor that and also to feel good about each and every piece that we put into the bigger project. It's not to say that you pat yourself on the back with every single moment of the way, but also honoring the journey and the progress that you're making. It may not be that it's all the big things straight away, but it's those little steps along the way that really will lead you to the big result over time. So that one, we went a little bit off tangent, but that one was really all about knowing your triggers, knowing what's going to get you off course. And then I doubled that up with turning around your need to tick boxes into 
breaking down your big projects into bite-sized chunks. Boss, one thing I will say about time management and getting the most out of your day is really just shifting your mindset, being task focused to being output focused. So coming back to what I mentioned at the beginning of the episode is that you really do want to be focusing on not just what you're doing and what you're accomplishing through the day, but what is your output? What are you working towards? Output is not just about completing tasks, but it's actually about moving your business forward incrementally. So there you have it. There is five ways to get more out of your day. I really do hope that there was something in here today that you could give a try. Please don't feel like you need to do all of these things, but maybe just take one concept that you learned today and apply that into your day and see if it makes any difference at all. As always, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. And I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review. And if you're not already doing so, connect with me over on Instagram. My handle is Christy Robinson underscore consulting. And listen up. If you're keen to learn more about how I can support you to run your business like a boss, check out the website, christyrobinson.com.au. Thanks again. And I look forward to chatting with you next time.